but I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. The Cincinnati Reds have swept the St. Louis Cardinals. First time they've swept the Cardinals in St. Louis in a four-game series since 1990. God, what happened in 1990? Wilson Phillips released the the hottest single of the year, Hold On. What else? Oh, yeah, the Reds won the World Series. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. The Reds. I cannot believe it. That intro sums up perfectly how I feel. Uh, that's a little Stevie, by the way. Uh, Sopranos, one of the greatest shows of all time. Shout out the East Street Band. But let's talk about this series. Let's start from the beginning. The Reds, the last episode of the Daily Dawn, blew a gasket talking about the Reds' bullpen, and we'll blow another gasket talking about the Reds' bullpen today. But it didn't matter because the Reds were able to survive, and not just survive, they thrived in St. Louis. They took advantage of a Cardinals bullpen, a Cardinals pitching staff that got waxed in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. They were tired. The Reds, after just getting destroyed by Philadelphia last week, needed to take advantage of that, needed to win this series to uh, have fans feeling better about the team. Because after last week, I don't know how – I mean, every single Reds fan was uh, ready to jump off the ship. And you talk about the Bengals, uh, you know, you're finally seeing video of Burrow and, and – Suiting up for getting ready for, you know, summer workouts and everything. <laughs> the Reds, uh, they needed, needed something like this to hold the fan base, um, hold the fan base's interest. And that's just what they did. So let's break it down. The Reds, Thursday night, Vladimir Gutierrez makes his second start in a Reds uniform. His first start went very well. Five innings pitch, two hits, one run, only two walks. A very similar start again for Gutierrez in game two. He goes five innings pitched, three hits, two runs, does have three walks, and, you know, the Cardinals were really making him work, especially in the first inning. He threw 31 pitches, and it was getting to Vladimir. Um, you could tell the first inning he was he was pissed off. Uh, the Cardinals were working him, uh, a couple of nine-pitch at-bats, and you thinking, oh boy, the rookie, this is going to be um, one of those rookie outings where he's pulled, he doesn't get out of the second inning. But he's able to battle. After three hits, a walk, and then he balked a guy in. That was the only run that Vladimir would give up in the first inning. He came out and retired the next ten batters he faced. Resiliency from the rookie. I love it. I love it. The Reds then turn to the only guys they can rely on out of the bullpen. TJ Anton and Lucas Sims finish the last four innings, giving up three hits, five strikeouts between the two. And in the last inning, the Reds beat the Cardinals 
with defense, Tucker Barnhart showing off that good glove, that gold glove. Um, special shout out to Cards Manager um, Nematode. He bunts bunts a guy on just the most cardinal thing of all time. Bunt single, no play, and then the next guy, Rondon, he tries to bunt again. Tucker read it like a novel, double play, played it perfectly, and Tucker also was huge because the inning before he got an insurance run. The Reds were up three to three to two at that point. Tucker RBI double that scored Freeman in the eighth. They needed that insurance run because you know this Red bullpen, even with you know TJ Anton and Sims, a one run lead is is nothing. Um, two run lead was enough, and the Reds were able to win. Jesse Winker three for five, two RBIs, a homer. Nick Castellanos continues his hit streak. At that point, it was 19 games in a row with a hit. So, Adam Rainwright also was, um, you know, I make fun of him because he's a Civil War general, but he got, I mean, he just looked horrible in the first couple innings. Really uh, batting down the hatches, ended up going seven strong for them. That was huge for the Cardinals. Because the red strategy going in was, all right, let's get to the bullpen. They're taxed. Um, Adam Wainwright, like I said, um, fighting for the Union in the 1860s, was able to pitch seven innings, um, give up eight hits, three runs. But uh, th- that's a quality start. And hats off to um, him and his, uh, I think his 175th birthday is coming up soon. So that's good for him. But the Reds win. The Reds beat the Cardinals in St. Louis. All right, little momentum, right? Friday night, Castillo on the mound. Come on, man. He struggled so much. ERA, clouds, Castillo, he said after the game, he broke the ice. Gets his first win in two months as he's able to go six innings, only giving up three hits, one walk, five Ks. Um... The sinker was working, and hitters came into that game batting 529 off Luis's 98-mile-an-hour sinker. Um, but he said it felt different Friday. He was able to make the adjustments that he wasn't able to earlier in the season when he's been struggling, um, and that was the difference. Uh, first time in two months he gets a win. First time in two months that he's able to go pitch six innings, which is awesome to see. Castillo starting to figure it out. Hopefully, um, we'll see in his next start, which will be this week against the Brewers. Jonathan India had a series. He reached on all four of his plate appearances, had a two-run homer, and scored two runs. Another youngster in the infield, Tyler Stevenson homer, had a couple hits. And the cards were able to – I think Kim left the game. He only pitched three innings. Uh, he would give up three runs in the second. He was injured. Uh, he was out of the game. Um, but the red strategy, like I just said, get to the bullpen. Cardinals bullpen is bad. They are taxed. And when they have to do, um, you know, your starters are only able to get nine outs, you'll take that because the bullpen the rest of the way was not very good for St. Louis. They only gave up three runs, um, but that would be enough for the Reds to win the game. But it wasn't before a little drama where we start to talk about the Reds' bullpen. 
Hendricks in the bottom of the eighth. The Reds um, up six to one at this point. Or no, they were up four to one. Hendricks gets in a jam. Heath Hembry comes in with two on. Gets Arenado to strike out the Reds. Like I said, up four to one. They go to the ninth. Insurance. We love it. We had the insurance uh, Thursday. His friend Tyler Stevenson would be the hero Friday. Tucker and Tyler. I don't think that sounds like a good insurance company. That's more like a, a bad Disney show. Like it's canceled after a season. But regardless, Tyler comes in huge, and that would be um, to put the Reds up 6-1, to one and they would need it because in the ninth inning, it was a disaster. Heath Hembry gets in a jam, only gets one out. Doolittle comes in, um, and he would face three batters, walk, double, single. It's 6-4 to four Cardinals in the blink of an eye, and you're thinking, what the hell's going on? We have to turn to Michael Felice to face Paul Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt, Goldschmidt had two guys on. Uh, he homers, the Cardinals win the game. He gets a hit, the Cardinals tie the game. Felice, just the most pressure. There's not a, a bigger pressure situation. Uh, three pitches for Felice, he strikes out Goldschmidt. And that was awesome. Because Felice is a guy that, that was left for dead by the Pirates. He comes in, and the Reds, you know, pitching Anton and Sims, they couldn't go to him, you know, the day after. Uh, you have to rely on guys like Sean Doolittle, who couldn't get a guy out. Um, Heath Hembry got Arenado out the inning before, but he faces trouble. All these Reds bullpenners, um, I got to admit, they, they did have, you know, signs of, of getting out of jams. But full scale, I mean, they were just miserable this whole series. But Felice does get the job done. Friday night, the Reds take the first two games in St. Louis. Like I said, Luis Castillo gets his first one in two months. Um, hoping to build a little momentum for that guy. Now, the Reds turn to Tyler Malley, who has been their best pitcher this season. Best starter, at least. Um, Gino. A two-run home run. India has a little streak going. Eight straight plate appearances where he reaches safely. Um, he was actually – they put Gino down for the first time. He's been batting leadoff. Um, he was struggling, kind of one for ten going into that game. Um, they put him down in the order, put India at first, and, man, it, it worked It worked well. Um, the Reds were able to score five runs. Jonathan India, like I said, eight straight plate appearances reaching safely. And the Reds use a little small ball. You know, we talk about St. Louis, what they do well. They play defense. They're always just a fundamentally sound team. Um, the Reds beat them with defense the night before and now – or two nights before. And now the Reds use a little small ball in the fourth inning. Great base running. The Reds, notoriously a horrible base running team, uh, were able to stretch a couple singles into doubles. Um Get a couple runs, Tyler, give Tyler Malley a uh, little little lead, and Tyler Malley was able to dominate. Seven innings pitched, five hits, two earned runs, eight strikeouts with only one walk. Tyler Malley, hats off to that guy. Since he got just destroyed in that finale against the Giants, his last three starts, 
3-0 record, 1.04 ERA. That's unreal. Tyler Malley is just becoming, I've said it before, one of the most underrated starting pitchers in the game. And the Reds really have to thank and be, you know, happy and blessed that they have him because the starting, the pitching in general all across the board has been kind of a mess this season. Tyler Malley has been very good for them. You go to Anton and Sims after take Miley out. They just have to pitch two innings. They get it done without giving up a run. The Reds, first time they've won three games in a row since the first week of the season. First time they've won three straight in St. Louis since 2006. And we're rolling. But Sunday, it looked like that, that was going to be a tough one. One, you know the Cardinals don't want to get swept at home to a, a Reds team that was struggling coming in. And you had John Gant on the mound. John Gant, who has been very good for the Cardinals this season, um, came in with 11 straight innings without giving up a run. His previous 50 innings, he's only given up one home run. Uh, Jesse Winker ended that streak um, in the first inning. Jesse Winker was phenomenal Sunday. Three homers for the kid, six RBIs. The Reds would end up scoring eight runs, six of them, thanks to Jesse Winker. Winker becomes the first Red in franchise history to have three multi times where he hits three home runs in the same season. Does that make sense? He has multiple games where he's hit three home runs in the same season, and it's only, what, June 8th? I don't see uh, – I mean, obviously he's going to slow down, but the way he's playing right now, I he's electric. He's absolutely electric. Um, he's so fun to root for, and uh, he leads the NL in home runs. He's tied 17 home runs this year for Winker. Four came in St. Louis. Um, the last time Winker hit three in a game was earlier this season against, oh, who was against? Adrian Hauser, who's pitching Tuesday for the Brewers. Let's see if Winker can continue his hot streak. Winker was great all series. Castellanos was really good all series, but unfortunately the hit streak came to an end at 21 games. During that stretch, Castellanos hit, let's see, what did he hit? It was really good, and I can't find the average right now, but he had 10 doubles, three home runs, was 13 runs. Um, he was absolutely electric, and he was batting 464. Here it is. Um, I have a lot of notes. Sorry, it's my handwriting sucks, and... Um, but Cassianas, unfortunately the hit streak comes to an end, but what a run for that guy. Like Winker, um, an early candidate for not only the All-Star game, they should be a shoo-in for the All-Star game, but MVP. It's June, I know it's early, but these two guys I think should be ahead of the MVP. Um, obviously DeGrom, what he's doing in New York is amazing, but, um, position players, I think Winker and Cassianas, I don't know a position player better, at least in the NL. Better than those two guys. Wade Miley took the mound, hoping to lead the Reds to this sweep. He has a great game. Pitch count was a little high. The last two innings, the Cardinals started working him. Uh, he goes five innings, uh, four hits, no runs, eight strikeouts for the Wiley Miley. Um, 92 pitches, a seven-run lead. David Bell says, all right, we need 12 outs. 
Surely this bullpen can do that um, in four innings, right? Protect a seven-run lead in four innings? Come on, that's cake. Mercy me, the bullpen was horrible. You turn to Michael Felice, the hero, Friday night. He faced five batters and wouldn't get him out. He gave up four runs. Brad Bratch, who was also had a good inning um, earlier in the series, he faced three batters, no outs. You have to turn to Anton for the third time in the series. Anton was able to get out of the inning, uh, got a double play. He Remember, you know, eight guys have been up for St. Louis in the sixth inning. No, the Reds couldn't get it out. Anton had to come in. Um, guys on, no outs. I mean, poor TJ Anton. He gives up two runs. He gives up – it was only a single, I believe. Um to Arenado, but that would tie the game. Anton was able to get out of the inning uh, other than that, unscathed. But what the hell? I mean, people were blaming David Bell for this, and I don't understand it. Um, Wade Miley, a guy that just came off the injury list a couple weeks ago, a guy that threw like 115 pitches in Cleveland the other week when he got his no-hitter, I think that's a no-brainer you take him out with a seven-run lead. Get this bullpen – try to get these bullpen guys um, pitching in, in, in you know, situations where the game's not on the line. Well, <laughs> it only took an inning for that to change because it became a tie ball game. The Cardinals have a six – or seven run, six inning. And I was actually – I tweeted it. I was in the movies. I went and got, uh, saw A Quiet Place too, and I said, you know what, <laughs> the Reds – they're going to win this game, and I'm, I'm going to turn my phone off, enjoy this two-hour movie, and I'm going to come out, turn my phone on, and get a notification that the Reds win, okay? That, I put my mind to it, and uh, that only happened because Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker hits his third home run of the game in the ninth inning to give the Reds an 8-7 to seven lead, and although... Lucas Sims would come in and get the save. It was it was hairy down the stretch. Don't get me wrong, um, but the Reds are able to win the game eight to seven. And I said, get on a plane, take that sweep, and get the hell out of St. Louis. I don't. The Reds should have at least. I mean, the bullpen is so bad, and the bullpen performs so bad that you were able you were able to win four games in a row. Are you kidding? It's it's incredible get the hell out of st louis and david bell as soon as he steps off the plane should be walking up to management the cost uh, castellini's and be like do you see what i'm working with is this a joke if nick crawl doesn't have the 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 green light to go to go get some relievers I, this is a this front office and ownership i mean should be ashamed of themselves this team just showed what they are capable of. The team that was in second place, Cardinals, you know, of all their faults, they're still a good baseball team. They were the favorites to win the division, and they just went and swept them in their, their backyard. Reds haven't done that in 30 years. This team grinds. This team's got heart. And it's not, you saw, Jonathan India. It's not just Winker and Castellanos. Jonathan India, Tucker Barnhart, Tyler Stevenson, 
Gino having like five RBIs. I mean, everyone was contributing this week. And the Reds played it so much better than the Cardinals. They were the better team through the four-game stretch, and it's not even close. But the bullpen, you cannot take the performances like that. Because you know what? Can you imagine if the Reds' bullpen would have blew the game Sunday? And even if the Reds went three in a row, it's like it takes away. I think it would have honestly taken away a large part of like the feeling we have today looking back at that series because you know there's no hope. And I still don't think with this group right now in the bullpen, there's there's very little hope. Something has to be done. Something. You have to – I don't care if you – where you get it. The Reds just signed a guy from Reddit. That's fine. That little stuff um, is, is great. It's a great story. You know, They're, they're finding um, pitchers in places that are outside the box. That's great. But the Reds need to spend money or trade some someone to bring in a guy that can help us right now. And if it doesn't happen – I mean, what 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 is Castellani? What does he think? I'm I'm trying to like collect myself here because I don't want to like get really angry. The Reds just swept the St. Louis Cardinals. I should be pumped. But what does the ownership group think is gonna, like? Oh, you know, bullpen sucks, but you know, the the worst in the league by far. But you know, we score a bunch of runs. We'll be okay. I mean, they're going to lose this fan base, and they've already lost a big majority of it. They have to do something right now. The Reds have a huge series against the Brewers. You sweep. You had seven games in a row against the two teams that were uh, directly above you, St. Louis and then Milwaukee. Now the Reds are in third place in the Central. They've won six out of their last seven games. A huge Huge series against Milwaukee, where game one you're going to throw um, your ace, Sonny Gray. Have to, have to, have to do something in this bullpen. Because the Reds just showed this week in Missouri what they're capable of. These guys aren't going to quit. Damn proud of them. That was an awesome series in St. Louis. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we can enjoy this re-re-opening day series against the Brewers and continue this hot streak. It's been a blast. This is the Daily Dawn. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.
prophets were written on the stone.